Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. It is November 29th, which means we are just days away from December. And that means we are just weeks away from Christmas and the new year. I am always in disbelief at the end of the year. Every year at September, as you heard, I start to be like, oh, the end of the year is here. And I start to prepare for the new year and always feel caught off guard, even though it's the same thing every single year. Well, friend, I just hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving break or day and weekend from wherever you're listening, that you had some time to spend some time with loved ones and just exchange each other's presence and um, enjoying the company and exchange of gratitude for yet another day and yet another meal with some amazing people around you. And if you didn't have the greatest experience or if the holidays bring some pain, and triggers, I completely understand. And sometimes these seasons can be challenging. But friend, I hope that you're finding some solace in your presence, wherever you are, right here, right now, today, that you are just coming to a place of more peace and more calm and more acceptance as you continue through your walk and your healing and your own journey, not to be compared with anyone else. And on that note, friend, I want to just transition into our topic today of grounding. And it just dawned on me that I use this word a lot as I've been talking about some strategies on how to ground yourself in the present and using grounding techniques to move through some of the emotions that come up for us on the day-to-day basis. And, you know, I just did a little dive as I always do. And I was like, hey, where did this word come from? Why do we use the word grounding? And um, how do we actually define it in our field? So I'm just going to give you a little background on the word grounding and um, how it's used in our field and give you just some more clarity on that as well. The word grounding, as defined in the Collins English Dictionary as a noun, means a basic knowledge of or training in a subject. I was like, hmm, okay. Not what I thought (laughs) it meant or 
not what I expected the definition to be stated as, especially coming from the mental health field. It is also defined as a singular noun, and it states, if you have a grounding in a subject, you know the basic facts or principles of that subject, especially as a result of a particular course of training or instruction. And the example they give is the degree provides a thorough grounding in both mathematics and statistics. I like to give the definitions as a segue into our discussions because it just fascinates me, right? Where words come from. And I could have done a deeper dive, maybe what is where the root words come from and all that good stuff. But for today's purpose, I realize I interchangeably use the word grounding as it's defined in the dictionary. This having a profound foundation, right? Basic knowledge and of a principle of a, of a subject. I use grounding in that sense, like grounding yourself in your truth, in your belief system, in your identity, to have grounding in that. But I also use the word grounding as we refer to it in the mental health field to ground yourself in the moment, in the present. So just to give you a little clarity, right? As you hear me use the word interchangeably, it depends on the context of how I'm using that word. So just for some background knowledge there for you. But today we're focusing on the word of grounding as it relates to a mental health technique or a practice that we use in the field to bring an individual to the present moment. And I found a few definitions um, used in various different articles and, and universities. And one that stood out to me was from the University of New Hampshire. And I want to kind of pull apart the definition and just bring to awareness what, what they're saying here and what it, what it means in your day-to-day life. So they state, grounding is a self-soothing skill to use when you are having a bad day or dealing with a lot of stress, overwhelming feelings, and or intense anxiety. Grounding is a technique that helps keep you in the present and helps reorient you to the here and the now and to reality. It can also serve as a distraction from the difficulties you are dealing with. I just wanted to take a look at this definition and kind of go backwards here. Lastly states it serves as a distraction or it can serve as a distraction from the difficulties you are dealing with. And when I use the word grounding, I am sometimes, yes, it is distracting and it can bring you back to that moment, right? It is intended to distract you from the repetitive thought process, the spiraling anxiety loophole that we can find ourselves or the ongoing rumination of depressive thoughts when we are caught up in a moment of overwhelm right? Feeling stress or intense feelings of anxiety. And I kind of talked about this last week, but just to give you a little more insight, a technique we use in therapy is grounding. It's, hey, hey, let's bring you back into this moment, the here and the now. I'm hearing 
a rumination of thoughts. I can see that you've disassociated. Are you having a flashback? Are you in a memory right now? Right. So you're that's part of the brain's coping and something that we all do when we are feeling overwhelmed, stressed or depressed or sincerely having a post-traumatic stress disorder symptom like a flashback or disassociation. It serves as a distraction, sure, but its intention is to ground you in the present. So it's a technique that you can use, I can use at any day, at any time of the day and just bring us into that moment and say, okay, wait, what am I actually experiencing right here, right now. And I know I just mentioned uh, post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD as we commonly refer to it in, in the field and in media. It's very well talked about, I think, now um, in our society, and our culture. And we recognize that this is even more prevalent than just severe complex trauma that we can um, associate it with, right? We, we've all talked about, um, or I've talked about it, and I'm sure you've heard about it in terms of like experiencing war, um, sexual abuse, seeing someone uh, die or murder in front of you, right? These, these are big traumatic events that absolutely have an impact on our experience from that moment forward. But PTSD also exists from some of the quote-unquote less severe or what some scholars and some people are saying out in the the community, right? Little T, little T traumas, big T traumas and little T traumas. And little T traumas, so to speak or so to say, can be something like divorce or arguing, arguing and fighting happening in the household that maybe never escalated to... Uh, physical violence, but there was a lot of yelling, changing schools and then feeling bullied or out of place, not belonging, right? So these are all things that can create some small little T traumas, so to speak. Not to say that they're little and small to the person, it's just how we've languaged it in today's culture. All this to say that the technique of grounding can be helpful and useful for any of these behaviors and symptoms that I'm kind of talking about when it comes to feeling overwhelmed, intense stress and anxiety and or depressive thoughts. And so just like last week, I had given you a skill that you can use to ground yourself in some gratitude and have some mindful gratitude in your day-to-day life. I wanted to leave you with a tool of using your five senses to ground you into the present whenever, wherever you want. And I have spoken of this and in other episodes before, but I just wanted to make another episode just on this concept alone so that it's something that is under your belt buckle, as so to speak, in a tool form. Like if you needed this skill right here and right now, you can either play this episode again, or you can even share it. This episode is short and brief and to the point. And so if you needed to fast forward to the point of like, hey, Priscilla kind of walk walks me through this grounding exercise and I can see myself utilizing this practice in the future, you know exactly where to go, what minute of the 
episode to kind of like fast forward to and or share with others. With that being said, friend, here is where I would suggest you start with this very basic five sense exercise that brings you back to the present. And it's sight, sound, sense, smell, and taste, right? So what are your five senses? So I'm going to walk you through this exercise of using your five senses, sight, sound, touch, smell, and taste. And I just want you to take a couple deep breaths, bring yourself to this moment right here. And now I want you to just sit back in your chair, wherever you're at. You could do this while you're driving, but please um, keep your eyes on the road. I would not, um, it can just bring you to the awareness that you're driving. You can definitely do that. But if you're practicing this for the first time, maybe not while you're driving, I would try this while you're in your room or in a safe place in your home where you can just take a few minutes to just still and calm. And here we go. So let me walk you through this. Take a couple deep breaths. And just be present to the moment. And I want you to keep your eyes open. So don't worry, we're not doing any meditation or anything of that sort. So keep your eyes open. And I want you to point out five things you see. Just five things. Again, this is a practice of coming to the moment. So if you're in your bedroom, what do you see? Do you see your bed? a frame with your family in it, a lamp, a candle, whatever your eyes or your sight are coming to um, awareness of, just five things. Doesn't, Doesn't have to have significance. Just make note that you're noticing these five sights and just sit there acknowledging that you are able to see these five things. And then take a couple more deep breaths and now center yourself and pay attention to your hearing and the sounds that you're picking up on and just point them out. What are four things you can hear? If you're inside your home, can you hear cars outside of your home? Are there birds chirping? Are there kids running around in the background? Are the neighbors playing music? Are you playing music? Is your phone going off, right? Just any sound. Do you hear the air ventilators, the air conditioning in your homes? Just pay attention to four sounds around you. At this moment, it could be you can hear this podcast and you're hearing my voice. Any four sounds. And just take a couple deep breaths. Just be aware of the four sounds you just heard or that you paid attention to. And take another two deep breaths. And now I just want you to focus on three sensations or touches that you are having at this moment. And that could be the sense of your feet on the ground or the socks on your feet or the cushion beneath your bottom or the chair that you're leaning your back on. 
It could be the sensation of the table in front of you. Maybe you have a blanket on and it's the sensation of the warmth of the blanket or the fur or the clothing that you have on. Just something that you are able to touch and sense and feel tactical. And now take another two big deep breaths and center yourself again. And this might take a little more concentration, which is good. This is what we're doing. We're concentrating on the present, bringing in our awareness to the present. Identify two smells. And so you may be in a room and you're like, I don't smell anything because you, your olfactory senses, so to speak, have gotten used to the smell that you're in, right? Our, our bodies um, become desensitized to all the stimulus that we're having all day long, right? So if we always thought about how the chair felt on our bottom and every single thing we saw, we would be overwhelmed and wouldn't be able to complete tasks. So just take a couple breaths and I promise there should be two smells you should be able to identify and that might be as simple as smelling the fabric softener on your clothing. So bringing your shirt or your sweater or your scarf closer to your nose so you can smell it. It might be the shampoo in your hair that you can smell or a lotion that you just put on or a scented candle that you have on in the background. Or hey, maybe you just put on a pot of stew or beans or rice and you can smell that in the background. So just pay attention to two smells and take a couple deep breaths as you just appreciate or not appreciate the smell and just acknowledge the smells that you just um, brought attention to. And then lastly, take one last big breath and take a moment to acknowledge the uh, one taste in your mouth, right? It could be the last sip of tea you had, the last sip of coffee, maybe you're chewing on gum, maybe your mouth feels dry so there's this sensation of dryness in your mouth what is the taste one taste you can have and or if you have nothing that's coming to mind pop one piece of gum in your mouth put a strip of mint or a mint in your mouth or a chocolate right and just be intentional about that taste in your mouth so again just to repeat five things that we went through Take a couple deep breaths and remember these five things the next time you need to ground yourself, reorientate yourself in the moment, in the present, in the here and the now. Just think of your five senses. What are five things I can see, four things I can hear, three things I can touch, two smells around me, and one thing I can taste. And there's no perfect or wrong way to do this, friends. There's just an intentionality to bring yourself to, hey, these are things right here, right now that I see, hear, touch, smell, and taste. And that reminds the brain and the body like, oh yeah, this is the present. I'm not in that fight that I'm thinking about with my partner, my spouse, my friend, my sister. Oh yeah, I'm no longer in that anxious environment of blank. 
right? Or I'm not there yet, right? Because sometimes we become anxious of the future when it hasn't happened yet. So again, it's just a reorientation of I'm right here, right now. And if I can reorientate myself to the present, then I can gather myself, collect myself, and do the next thing that is needed for the day or for the moment. Lastly, friends, this is not to just... This is not a magic trick. This is not a a fix-all, end-all to overwhelming situations, events, and experiences that we're having. This is just a simple practice to get through the moment and be able to clear our minds so that we can make some healthy and appropriate choices moving forward in any situation we may be in. I loved what one of the articles said. Working on grounding takes dedication and it becomes easier over time. So if this is a practice that you just begin to do on your day-to-day basis, the next time you feel anxious, overwhelmed, stressed, and or depressed, you can bring yourself to the present. And again, I'm not saying it's going to get rid of everything else and that um, all your problems disappear, but at least brings you to the moment and the ability to say, okay, Right here, right now, I'm safe and I'm okay. So if I can ground myself in that, then I can complete the homework assignment, the overwhelming amount of stress, to-do list, errands, task, whatever it may be, right? It's taking that moment to take a deep breath and saying, okay, I got this. I can do the next thing on my list. I don't have to do all things or be all things. I can just rest in knowing I'm here right now, and I'm ready to go. That's all I have for you, friend. I hope that this episode was helpful and that you're able to utilize your five senses to practice grounding in your day-to-day life. I am excited for December and excited to continue our discussion on just checking in with yourself and making the best appropriate choices that you can at the moment. Love you, friend. Hasta luego. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.